We all good? good? Yeah. All right, bro. Welcome back, everyone, to some first and ten. Today we championship weekend yes, in these NFL playoffs. We're finally here. Almost at the Super Bowl. We almost there. Who would have thought back in August that we'd be at this spot? Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. Back in, like, August, September, you know, week one, I didn't think that they was going to actually pull it off. I thought it was going to get to, like, Week four, five, maybe six, and then it was just going. It was going to be like a halt. I didn't think they was actually going to be able to pull it off. I mean, I feel like they had no choice though, because I mean that's a lot of money gone. If they would have just stopped it right then no, and there, I'm they had they had to pretty much keep going. It's just the way it was looking. It's like. The the NBA had just pulled it off, but, you know, it's like they had the bubble. And then, you know, with the NFL, it was like, you know, the main thing I was worried about, it wasn't necessarily the players playing. It was like travel. That's what I was worried about, like the traveling, not, not being able to – Not being able to, uh, the, the traveling, the fans, stuff like that. Like, that's what I was, like, really worried about, like, all the extra stuff. And then I thought to myself, I'm like, how how are the players going to, because they was talking about, remember when they was making the rules and they was saying how you can play during the game, but you can't swap jerseys. Like, yeah, it was right. like, I was like, so you mean to tell me, like, they can basically just massacre each other on the field, but post games where we draw the line. So it was like, I, I didn't know how everything was going to work out. And then, you know, the whole no fans in the stadium, I'm like, how is that going to look? And then, hey, I got to give the NFL's props. This was a successful season. Like, Basically, all the games got played on time besides, like, what? Yeah, like, it wasn't even more than five games that got postponed or rearranged. I think it was, like, five max or, like, three or four that got either postponed or just rearranged or something like that. So... Yeah, my props much. to the league. They they got it done. Championship Sunday. Then a few weeks from now we got the Super Bowl. They think it will happen. But yes, it's time to preview Championship Sunday. Which game we going with first? So we, I don't know. I think let's go with the young QBs right. in the AFC. Let's talk about the Chiefs and the Bills first. Well, when it comes to them, um, before I had stepped out the house today, they had said Mahomes practice today, and they're basically saying he was a full participant, right? Well, technically, they can't label him as a full participant because he's still in the concussion protocol. But if you were to yeah. like. Look at it through what he's been doing. He's basically on schedule, and if not on schedule, ahead of schedule, to play for this Sunday. Like everything is pointing towards him playing. They, um, Andy Reid said he's been looking good. Um, the fact that he's even practicing. Shows you that he's already progressing well with the concussion protocol and stuff like that. So, 
I think all signs are pointing towards Mahomes playing on Sunday. So, hopefully, you know, nothing hinders him, like, concussion-wise. And he's, like, he's straightened all that because I know everyone's seen the hit by now. That man, his whole, like, left – his left arm was limp. When they tried to help him up, he basically fell right back down. Like, it looked bad. I was like, oh, man. Like, And then when they showed the replay, like it wasn't even a helmet. The helmet hit. It's like the dude just wraps his arm around his neck. Like, it wasn't anything on purpose. Just, you know, it's football. And when I saw that he basically went right back down, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, it's, it's not looking good at all. So, yeah. Um. Hopefully, you know, he's 100% and it doesn't linger and, you know, we get a good game because both teams, like Chiefs, Bills, like they're one and two C for a reason. Like they're the best two teams in the AFC. I'm glad this is the AFC championship game. I just think the only thing, like, (laughs) because of that whole scare last Sunday, with Mahomes, we're definitely not going to see him run the ball as much. They're definitely going to keep it out of his hands in that department oh, yeah. as much as possible. And it was like, it was already kind of dumb that play call because earlier in the same game, he had uh, a toe injury. So I'm thinking, all right, you know, that play that they called, it's not a bad play call. It's like, you know, he can run it. It puts the defense in a bind, but at the same time, it's like he does have a toe injury. You don't have to make that play call. If anything, it'd be better to make that play call around the goal line like they did the first time where he scored instead of doing it where you don't have to do that. Like, no one thought going into the play that he did a concussion, but still, it's like, you would want to not put your franchise, literal franchise QB in harm's way like that. So, yeah. $500 million. Probably won't see any design QB runs for him if he plays this Sunday. But just overall, it would just be good for him to be back healthy because, I mean, the main attraction to the game is – Mahomes versus Allen. I mean, also, that's all what we want to see. Of that that toe injury, that's something that we should pay attention to as well, because not only is he dealing with concussion, I think they said it was like a turf toe injury, and as we saw with Antonio Gibson, if you rush back from that turf toe, it's it's hard to move around. When it comes to turf toe, that's something we should pay attention to. Because as we saw with Antonio Gibson in the wild card round, he was dealing with turf toe, and you can tell he wasn't 100%. Like, granted, it's two different positions. You know, turf toe would, like, hinder a running back way more than it would a QB. But at the same time, Mahomes is the type of QB where he likes to move around and, you know, make plays. So that's definitely something we should pay attention to is that that toe injury. Yeah, so we're definitely going to pay attention to that. But I think I think it'll be I think it'll be good to go. And I mean even then, I mean they'll try to work around it, wrap it up or anything they need um, to do, anything to make them feel comfortable oh, on it. When it comes to that injury. When I was watching NFL Live yesterday, right? So, Darren Lofsky, he was like, basically what they do with those types of injuries is they'll give him a cleat that's, like, bigger than what he usually wears. And then they'll put, like, a metal plate at the top, wrap it up, and then they'll just shoot the toe. So, you know, it's like he won't feel any pain. And then the metal plate is basically to restrict the movement of the toe. Because, you know, turf toe is basically at its worst when you move that toe around. So, yeah, that's probably what they'll do. Yeah, yeah that's definitely going to make a difference. But, but now that we got, you know, the whole injury report out the way, 
Now it's time to talk the actual game in itself. You can you can start off with this one. Alright. So Chiefs Bills. I feel like one of the things I'm really trying to see is I mean, I, I guess I'll just put it like this. I'm I'm just trying to see how both defenses is gonna stop each other's offense. I I honestly feel like a shootout is gonna happen. Because I I mean, I know the Chiefs defense made some plays against the Browns last week. And you know, they limited them to only 17 points, even though they the old line for the Browns was just washing the Chiefs up and down the field all game. But I don't know. I just I just see I see things being different this week. I don't think they'll come out as not ready, but hmm. I don't know the word I'm trying to go for here. But I definitely do see a shootout happening. I don't really see nobody stopping digs. And as far as the Chiefs offense, I mean, who who are you gonna limit? That question is gonna be asked every single week. Until they can, until I see somebody limit uh, Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Until then, I'm going to keep asking that question. Hey, when it comes to playoff football, bro, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but shootouts. Well, it's not like shootouts don't happen, but I just feel like they they don't happen the way they happen in the regular season. So I don't see a shootout happening. I think it's going to be like a – not like a low-scoring game. These offenses are too good for that. I say it'll be more like a neither team scores 30 type of game. And if a team does score ter- – eh, if a team does score 30-plus, it's because of a defensive touchdown. That'd be the only way I'd see either team getting the 30. I feel like both teams' defenses are ready to play. Bills' defense held Baltimore's offense to three points, and even if Tuck makes those two field goals, they still held them to nine points. So, and then Chiefs' defense did a pretty good job. Also, I don't know why I forgot to point him out last week, but I'm going to point him out this week. Tyron Matthew is such a game changer, bro. Like, oh my goodness. That man is such a game changer. Like, he, bro, he was all over the field last week. Like, every other. That's I, I, every him, week, it's, like, it's like, I should have brought him up when we were talking about the, the game leading up to last week. I, like, I didn't even think about bringing him up, and I don't know why. So it's like, I'm going to bring him up now. Tyron Matthew is basically going to be an X factor in this game. And it's crazy because, like you said, he always is that type of player. But he's really going to be the X factor. Like, just like how he had got that interception against uh, Mayfield last week, it's like he, he he's going to have to really basically play at that level again because – Bills, they got some players. They don't have the the same stack of cards like the Chiefs have, but they still got some players. Josh Allen is playing at a high level right now. So it's going to come down to Tyron Matthew and what Chris Jones does. Because Chris, those two were really making plays last week and they're going to have to do the same thing again. Because this Bills offense really didn't play all too well against the Ravens defense. And they know that they're going to have to score points. And not field goals, touchdowns. Touchdowns. Field goals will not win this game for the Bills. That offense knows that. I know the coaches are emphasizing that. So that offense is going to have to come to play. And since they're going to have to come to play, that means Tyra Matthew, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, the three of them. And it's like, isn't it for like the past two years, now three, it's, it's always been Chris Jones and Tyra Matthew and now Frank Clark last year. Like, they're always the ones who make the game-changing plays late. 
Like, I, I noticed that. But like you said, they always do. But it's like, really in the playoffs is when you see it the most. When they just, it's always when a play has to be made. It's one of those three or two in the same play. Like, it's, it's definitely going to come down to who stars makes the plays. That, that's basically what this game will come down to. Can Stephon Diggs make a play when it needs to be made? Can Josh Allen match Mahomes? Can Tyron Matthew get a game-changing pick? Is Frank Clark going to get that that game-sealing sack like he always does? It's like it's going to come down to those types of plays. Basically, is your star going to make a play? Yeah, that's what I, can I think agree on that. going to come down to. But that's why I feel like it's going to be a shootout because in those type of moments, the one person who makes that mistake or either makes that level up play is the reason why, you know, the shootout ends. And that's kind of where I'm going with it. Whether it's going to be (laughs) – you said what? I'm saying I can see it. I see your logic behind it. And it's like I wouldn't be surprised if a shootout happens, but I I really – don't anticipate it. Like, I really feel like it's going to be like a a, a mid twenties type game. I mean, if we were being honest, I mean, if Mahomes would have never got hurt last week with the whole you know concussion scare and everything, I mean, they was on their way to putting up thirty easily. That's true. But the Bills' defense is way better than the Browns' defense. And also, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles Garrett was not 100%. Like, that man barely played. And that was hindering their defense as well. Their secondary could not stop the Chiefs as we anticipated. So, and again... That this is the same Bills defense that held the Ravens to less than ten. So I feel like if there's any but defense the same that's time, up to the top, <laughs> that's up to the challenge to limiting this Chiefs offense, it's the Bills. I feel like they're ready to do it. I think my only concern with that is just the fact that the Ravens offense is more predictable. And it's definitely less weapons that you're working with you versus the point. Chiefs. You got the point. Where almost, where almost everywhere could be a mismatch for you, depending on like who you're lining up against. Because look, look at it this way. I mean, so for this matchup, you got you're gonna have probably Tre'Davious yeah. on Hill, right? So now, so now who are you gonna have? Check Kelsey. And I mean, we've already. I mean, honestly, to me, Kelsey's probably your biggest mismatch of the game because even I know the Bills have a good coverage linebacker in Matt Milano, and he is a really good like coverage linebacker. But I mean, we all saw what Kelsey did last week. We saw what he did to a Pro Bowl corner in Denzel Ward. I mean, that's a corner. You think you think a linebacker is gonna stop? Him? I think I what think they'll so. try to do is they'll pro if they go man, which I hope they don't. Um, they probably put either Poyer or Hyde on Kelsey instead of a linebacker. That's a mismatch. That's a mismatch. I'd rather put one of them than than Milano or Edmonds on Kelsey. Oh, Edmonds yeah, on Kelsey, mean. then it's I, a wrap. I'd rather put one of them on <laughs> I <Kelsey mean. laughs> instead of Edmonds or Milano. I feel like either one of those linebackers on Kelsey is a mismatch. Look at what Kelsey did to Denzel Ward. He put that man on skates. I know you remember that, route. Put him on skates. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, talking so about. <laughs> If he can do that to a top corner, it, a linebacker really – what is a linebacker going to do? So, I feel like if the Bills were to go, man, it'd be better if they put either Hyde or Poyer or Kelsey. And then I'm going to keep saying it. They're probably going to have to play match zones and just bracket Kelsey the whole game. Either bracket Kelsey or bracket Hill. 
one of those two is going to have to get a bracket and just get double teamed the whole game. It's like what Bill Belichick does whenever they face the Chiefs. Just bracket one of those two, and then I'd say bracket Kelsey and then just have Trey White going hill. And then also, I noticed Tony Romo was saying it during the game. Whenever they go trips left, most of the time it'll be trips left, and they'll have Hill and the farthest in slot, the farthest inside, or in the slot. More times than not, he runs that vertical across the field. They're gonna have to make sure that if the Chiefs are in that look, they better not be in a single safety look, because more times than not, that play is just automatic. Like that's the play that kept killing the Bucks when the Chiefs faced the Bucks when Hill had like fucking 200 yards or one quarter or the first half or whatever it was where he was just playing Madden in real life. It was, I think they ran that play like twice. Yeah. Literally, he just ran across the field one-on-one against the corner wide open for a touchdown. So if the Bills were to go man and they see that look, I would they better hope that they have a two safety look and one of those safeties carries Hill. Because if not, I don't think Tradavius White is going to be able to run with Tyreek Hill on that route. He'll probably it'll probably be a big play. Yeah, I could definitely see like, yeah, they so would have to do it. They're like probably that. they're probably gonna have to play a lot of brackets with Hill and Kelsey and just live to fight with everyone else doing their job against the rest of their offense. And it sucks because, like you said, the Chiefs' offense has so many weapons, so many weapons. So it's like, and I mean, uh, and to also flip the script too, you know. We also got to oh, give oh, the Bills yeah, offense yeah. some love, too, because it's just like... You know, we was talking about the Bills <laughs> versus the Chiefs offense, but you already know how I feel about the Bills offense. You already know. And then the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense, they, like, can, look at, they can be run on and passed on, as we saw last week. The Bills... I feel like the Bills have a better offense than the Browns. And granted... The Browns' offense started off kind of slow, but they were picking it up in the second half. So, yeah, the the Bills' offense could definitely keep up with the Chiefs. It's just if it were to get to a shootout like how you think, I don't think they could keep up in a shootout. But if it's like a close game, they can definitely keep up. I don't know. I only only reason why I say they could probably keep up if it is a shootout is just the fact that having like they don't have like a scrub offense. They're really the only downside is they're just not. To me, they're not a, a the best running team, kind of like how the Browns are, where you could just get that push off the line and then just wash them downfield. But I mean, you gotta have you gotta have two corners that can guard Diggs and Bees. And those are two like outstanding route runners. So whoever you throw, they're gonna have to be really disciplined and really too. Oh yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Here's another thing um, that they had said when I was watching NFL Live. Basically, it was a really good analogy too. It was Danilovsky. He was like basically Josh Allen is just gonna have to keep taking the $100 slot. And by that, he means just keep taking what the defense gives you. Just keep doing it. Because sooner or later, if you keep hitting, you keep hitting, you keep hitting, it's going to force the Chiefs to run man. And then that's when now you got Diggs and Beasley who are just automatic man beaters. Legereus Snead cannot cover Stephon Diggs one-on-one. He can't. Breland cannot cover Diggs one on one. He can't. The only 
person who could probably cover Diggs or Beasley one-on-one is Matthew. And even then, it's not like they're – because Matthew is their safety. It's not like – unless he comes down and comes into the slot and covers one of them one-on-one, it's, it's going to be up to those corners. So – the bill basically, he was saying like they're just gonna have to just operate their offense, take what's given to them, time of possession, and to just try to force the Chiefs to run man. Because once they get into man, that's when it's going to be like what I said. Your stars are going to have to make plays. Beasley, Singletary, Diggs, even Dawson Knox. He's not necessarily a star. But he's someone that's gonna have to make plays too. Yeah, definitely. Ooh, I'm on NFL Network right now. It's saying it's gonna be ten mile per hour wind and some rain. Oh, some rain. Yeah. Oh. And it's saying a sixty-five percent chance of rain, forty-four degrees, and ten mile per hour wind. Mm. And the game starts at 7. So it's basically a night game. It's going to be probably pretty cold, especially if it rains. So we we might have a sloppy AFC championship game. Who knows? It, it, it depends on the weather. So, all right, I'll ask you this. Say it's, like, raining a lot, right? Like, yeah. Do you, do you still think it's going to be a shootout if it's like a a sloppy weather game? I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. Well, usually every time we see rain in a, like a championship, at least the last time that I saw it was probably when you know when the uh, Patriots that one year. I think that might have been um like what was that twenty four. Not sure, but I know it was one of those years. But it was like a complete. Yeah, I don't think that would be the case for this, but bad considering these high power. It'll pretty much just come down to who could run the ball better. <laughs> I think and ball security as well. Oh yeah! Oh my goodness! I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's going to be that one game changer turnover late. It, it always happens. It never fails. It never fails. It's going to be that game changer turnover, and then if whoever gets that takeaway, if they can get the kill shot, that'll be game. It's 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 always that. Turnover, and then the kill shot that be ending these games. That that's usually how it goes. So what you got for a score prediction before we move on, bro? It's so wild. I, honestly, I really feel like the Bills can win this game. I do. You can't just say fail. You got you got give me your. <laughs> I know. I know. But I'm trying to think about it because like this was like how I felt about the the Bills-Ravens where it was like a 50-50 and I was like, ah. You you go first. You go first. I got to think about this. Uh, Well, if it's going to be bad weather like that, I mean, ultimately, I still got the Chiefs winning, but my score prediction changed. If it's going to be bad weather, I got the Chiefs winning 27-25. Um. I feel like the game will come down to that last drive, and I see the Bills pretty much not picking up a fourth down conversion. I feel like that's how the game ends. I got the Chiefs 26 24. 26 24. That's my score prediction. So, kind of similar to mine, it's going to be like a late drive, don't get the conversion type. Type thing. I feel like it's either that 
or Mahomes leads a game winning drive and then they get that game winning field goal. Hmm. Yeah, that could be the case. It's like it's like it's like twenty three seventeen. Bills go up one point late. Mahomes has the ball, and then we all know what happens when Mahomes has the ball last. They drive down, get the field goal, 26-24, and Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, that's that's my prediction. Well, my score prediction. Whether it actually goes like that, you know, you know predictions don't actually work like that. But I think that's how it's going to happen. 26-24. I just like having fun to guess. I mean, it don't hurt to just throw a little, little spice into it. Next year, when when the season starts back up, let's keep track and see, like, you know, week by week when we do these games, let's keep track of how many scores we get right. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm going to make sure to put it in my notes because I already know I'm going to forget. So, yeah, ne- next season, we're going to keep track to see how many scores we get right. All right, moving on, we got <laughs> pretty much GOAT QB versus GOAT QB. Bro. The NFC Championship. <laughs> like like I said in, on our last episode, I've been waiting for this matchup basically since I first started watching football. No, basically since I first understood what I was watching. Like when I was like really getting to know what the NFL is and shit. It's like it's like, bro. It's a difference between when they face off in the regular season, but it's like I really wanted that Super Bowl so bad. Like I, we were. It was so many times where it was, I could have got that Brady's Rogers Super Bowl. It was like it never failed. It would either more times than not, it's it was Rogers team would fold. Like it was a stat. He's lost his last three NFC Championship games. Yeah, I mean, so but those teams that, but those teams that he lost to, I mean, those were like really good teams as well. But I would say you know, but the the Niners one is understandable. They they just got their ass beat. Then the the 2014 one that we brought up last episode in Seattle. They should have won that game. And then then they it was to the... Atlanta 2016 NFC Championship. Yeah, what when they that, beat them what, by what 20. No, nah, that was that oh, was that, a... that was the NFC Championship. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, that one they got, they just got washed. But that was because their defense was so bad. I remember that game too. Well, that was the game Julio went crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, and they had uh Gunther checking Julio. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so really I'd no surprise. Two, two out of the three games, it, it was really nothing he could do. His, his defense just got obliterated. But with the thing that's completely different now from, you know, previous Rodgers teams, which is always the case when you have such a good offense all the time, they, they have somewhat of an identity on defense, you know, like, they have a mean pass rush, and their secondary isn't bad. <laughs> their secondary is good. Also, remember what I had said when we was previewing the uh, the Packers Rams game. Kenny Cart came to play. He he Did was two a and a half sacks. <laughs> he he was a he was a big difference in that game against the Rams. He's going to have to have the game of his life because, like, it, like it's been stated everywhere, any show, any podcast you listen to, the Bucks want to run the ball. They want to run the ball and do their play action off of it. If Kenny Clark can can have another game like he did against the Rams, and aid in shutting down the run and make the Bucks one-dimensional and get in Brady's face because he's in the interior. 
the Rams will win this game. If they can make the best Packers. offense one-dimensional, they will win you, this game. You said Rams. Oh. <laughs> if, if the Packers can make the Bucks one-dimensional, they will win this game. I think it comes down to both teams just making each other one-dimensional. I mean, that's that's really what I'm expecting will, will happen because the Bucks' run defense is just amazing. I I haven't really seen it, what anyone could do against them. I haven't seen a big game against them all year for a reason. No, so even though the that's crazy because you know, you're right, you're right. Like both teams want to run the ball, but both teams' run defense is playing pretty well right now. Right. Like, so the Rams they ran the ball okay. Like Cam Akers was he was he was he was doing pretty good. But yeah, the way the Bucks stopped the Saints run. If they can do that to the Packers, it's like Rodgers can carry, but it's still going to be hard because that Bucks defense is like they're elite. And then, like like I had said um, last episode, VFA is coming back this week, so he he makes a difference. We saw against the Saints. Just how good Devin White can be when he's at his absolute best. They still have Levante David. That secondary is playing really good right now. Like the Bucks are hot. They're basically the they're on the that wild card team that gets hot in the playoffs trajectory right now. And that's usually what Green Bay has been in the playoffs. The wild card team that gets hot. Yeah, so, I think if, I think a better comparison for that whole wild card thing would be more like the Giants. I mean, we've seen it like twice, you yeah. know, previously before. It would just oh, be yeah, that Giants magical team, run. <laughs> it's crazy because the the two years that the um the Packers were like. I think had home field advantage was 07 and 2011. The two when they years lost to the, the Giants. Giants went to the Super Bowl. Yep. And the Giants beat them both times. I'll still never get over 2011. I mean, the Packers was 15 and 1. I will never understand how that went the way it did, but. Bruh. Mm. And then the 07 team beat Brett Favre and then went on to beat. An undefeated pass team. So that 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 wild card that gets hot in the playoffs, like that's a real thing, and that's the Bucks right now. Like Brady, Brady, hold up, I'm gonna go to the picture I sent to our group chat, so I can give y'all this this eh, this statistics. Well, these statistics. God damn, that word is beating my ass. So, since week 14, and, and including the playoffs, Brady is first in passing touchdowns with 16. He's first with yards per attempt with 9.2. He's first with first downs per attempt with 46%. And he's been pressured the second lowest amongst QBs at 15%. This is since week 14 going into this game. So that old line is hot. Brady is hot. Their run game is hot. And their defense is hot. And then the crazy thing is the Packers are also hot as well. So like this is and this is why I wanted this game. Because, like, both teams are basically playing at their peak right now. And then basically, like what I said about the Chiefs and the Bills, who is going to make the play when it matters the most? That, That, If anything, that narrative 
fits this game more than it does Chiefs and Bills. Yeah, it still because... fits both though overall. Oh no, it it fits both, but I really feel like it fits this one more because both teams are doing good stopping the run, which was a weakness of the Packers earlier in the year. Both QBs are really hot. Both teams are running the ball well lately. Both teams, the skill position players are playing well. Both teams, O-lines are playing well. Both teams are being coached very well. I would say the only thing that's a weakness on the Bucks right now is their special teams. And the Packers special teams really isn't like, you know, great when it comes to returns. So even though the Bucks special teams has been pretty bad, I don't think it's bad enough to where the Packers would get like a a punt return for a touchdown. But you know when it comes to punt returns, you never know. I think one of the the highlights of the game that I'm looking forward to is is anybody going to be able to stop Devontae Adams? I mean, I know he was more so had a pretty average game last week, but I can understand that, you know, being followed by Ramsey and then just not really being utilized in the game plan for that sake. Like, I know the Bucks DBs aren't scrubs, and they're good. You know, they just they just took care of business with Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. And, but, you know, I mean, Trey Cohen Smith did some numbers against them. So I would, wouldn't be surprised if Devontae Adams has a – He's going to have to have a big game, to be honest. Yeah. Because the the Bucks defense is, is they've been playing really good. Devin White and Levante David have been playing really good. So I think Roger that Rogers Adams combo they're going to come up big. They they didn't have to do too much. Against the Rams defense last week, but I feel like they're they're gonna have to have a big game, especially if this turns into the type of game where the the Packers defense isn't stopping the run and Brady has time in the pocket and he's able to make plays and sustain drives and score points, Adams and and Rodgers are going to have to have a big game. I could definitely see Adams putting up 120-plus in a touchdown with, like, nine catches. I could see that type of – I could see that production happening. I wouldn't say if that happens, the Packers win, but I, I it, it it'd be hard to say that they lose with with production from Adams like that. It'd be really hard to say they lose. I mean, that's the type of that's the type of production Diggs is going to probably have to have to, to try to pull out a W. I mean, you have to rely on your star receivers yeah, like yeah, that. That's what I'm saying. Your 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 big top, like Dion said. Your big time players got to make the big time plays. So that's really what, like this, you in the championship round for a reason. Like your star players, it's, it's time, it's time. So yeah, performances like that are what determine games, especially championship games. But just looking at the game as a whole, I I really don't know what it's going to come down to because I feel like anytime Brady's in this situation, it's like the heavens just know how to bless him to get by and to make it to the oh, Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. This is another reason why I'm so excited for these games, for this game. Both QBs have seen it all. They've seen it all. Like, Mahomes and Hill, they've seen a lot. 
I said Mahomes and Hill. Allen. Mahomes, <laughs> Mahomes and Allen. They've seen a lot. Mahomes been in the league since 17, but he's basically played the same amount of years as Allen because he first started in 18. So they're like, they've seen a lot, but they haven't seen everything. They're not well seen. Every, every, every. Yeah. Rodgers and Brady have basically seen everything. And then Rodgers, this is year two in LaFleur's offense. He basically has the offense mastered down. Brady, I wouldn't say he has the offense mastered down, but you can tell last week against the Saints, like, it was it was efficient. Like, it, it was basically like how he was in New England. A lot of dink and dunk, take what's given, move the ball, keep the ball moving, just efficient football. Like that's that's how Brady thrives. Efficient football. Take take your shot when it's given to you. And just just Yeah, it's basically just take what the defense gives you. And and that's how he was playing. He he threw some deep shots. It was a couple plays that could have gotten intercepted, but you know, that's that's football. You you, you gotta take the shots when it's there. You you gotta give your guys a chance. Like they're star players for a reason. But, yeah, it's like these are both really good defenses going against two QBs that are the elite of the elite that have seen it all. So it's going to be hard to trick them. And then they're pretty well-adversed in their offenses, so it's going to be even harder to trick them. So that's when it just boils down to the players going to make the plays. I really hope the refs don't fuck this game up. That's the one thing. If there's, besides, you know, like injuries, I really hope the, the refs just let this be the type of game where just let the players play. Like, if it's an obvious flag, you know, obviously throw the flag. You know, that's a flag. But just let these players play. Like, we deserve this. We deserve a good game where it just comes down to who's more clutch and who makes the the biggest plays in the biggest moments. That's that's what we as fans deserve, really. But because we're probably not going to see this matchup in this high of a stage again unless it happens next year. I just feel... I don't know. It, it, this is this is what I was telling you before. It's that plot armor. Like it just follows Brady around. So I could definitely see some questionable know, calls I, coming. I know, I know, and it, but it's so annoying because he really Brady really does have plot armor. Like things just fall into place when you face I mean, like anytime you face Brady. Sometimes it don't even be the refs. Sometimes it's just a play that happens where any other time it'll go the other way, but it goes in his favor instead. It, it must be nice to be Brady sometimes because you could just you just walk into a game, you even though you know you're good and you the goat and all that, you know you gonna you gonna not rock like that in this game. It's just like some things just happen, and I know I feel like he knows that. There's like no way you've gone this entire like career and haven't like peeped oh, he, that. He's been in the league for for 20 years. I think I think he knows. <laughs> I think he knows. It was funny. It was after one touchdown. Man tried to high five the ref. The ref left him hanging. I think he knows. <laughs> I think he knows. Oh man. Social media has definitely pointed out enough times for him to know. So. I just want to see a good game. I that's, that's all I want. The fan in me, like I said, I've been waiting for this game basically my whole life. So just the fan in me, the NFL football fan in me, I just want a good game. I don't want no blowout. Even if we get a shootout, even better. Even better. If both games are a shootout, then then this championship Sunday gonna go crazy. If both games are defensive games, I'm cool with that too. 
because that means the fourth quarter is going to be sus- suspensive. The witching hour. And that's really all I want. I want a close game in the fourth. Last five to six minutes where it's really on some the who makes a play. That's what I want. That's what I'm, I'm feeling for it. I'm feeling for it. Those are the best types of games. As a football fan, that's really all you can ask. And one, I will say this: there is one like matchup about this game. I really want to see happen. I want to see who Jair is going to be lined up against. I feel like that's going to definitely make a big impact to this game. And it's crazy because I was going to say Mike Evans, but yeah, he'll probably take Mike Evans, and then they'll probably. It's it's crazy because. Godwin, he's been lining up in the slot a lot. So what the No. Godwin's going to be the X factor because these past two games, he's been having a lot of drops. I heard that uh he had like messed up fingers or something like that. But I don't know if that's true or not. That's just something I saw. I don't think it's true. No, I peeped how he um has like tape. Where like two of his fingers are taped together, I think a lot of receivers do that though. I don't know, so maybe that's a thing. But yeah, if if he does have messed up fingers, I guess that would explain explain the drops. But he he's a he's an X factor for the Bucks offense. Because these drops have been killing them lately. He he dropped a touchdown last week. He dropped like five passes in the wild card against us, Washington. So, yeah, Godwin is definitely going to have to have a good game because Mike Evans. I'm not saying he's not going to have a good game, but. He's more so like their their red zone guy. So like he doesn't get like ten to twelve targets a game like what like what Brady does with Godwin. Like I've noticed he targets Godwin a lot. Like Godwin gets almost five to eight targets a game. Whereas with Mike Evans, he gets targets, but he gets most of his targets in like the red zone slash goal line. Whereas with Godwin, like, he gets targets all over. So, if Godwin can limit the drops and have a big day, it, it might swing towards the the Bucks winning. So, what you, what you got for uh, Especially if those catches are, like, big So, what plays. you got for a score prediction then? You want me to go first again? Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, this was tough, especially considering just like you know of what I want. I would, I, I want to see Rodgers in the Super Bowl again, just considering we haven't seen that since 2010. He deserves to be back in there, but at the same time, I would love to see Brady get close to number seven. But, but. For my score prediction, I got I got the Packers winning twenty four to twenty one. It's going to be really close. There, I, I doubt any type of blowout will happen in this championship game. This is this is like this is it, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is this is like it's one of those type of games. Also, NFL Network, I'm looking at it right now. They're talking about the game. Uh, thirty two uh, degrees. And six mile per hour wind, and they're saying it's a good chance it's going to snow. Of course, it's going to snow. <laughs> and if it doesn't snow, it's probably going to be like sleet or like light snow. Well, I think I still I still keep my prediction at twenty four twenty one, even in the even in those conditions. How 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 funny would it be if we just get a full out snow game in the NFC? I need that. I love I love snow games. It's so entertaining to me. 
see, I want to, I would want a snow game, but it depends on what type of snow game we get. I do not want a Philly. Oh, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't game. say all that. I do not want that type of snow game. Okay. No, no, I do not want. That I, I just want to see snow. I don't want it to be full on blizzard and you can't see nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want. I don't want a blizzard. Please, no, no. Let, let's not do that. But yeah, if we we get some snow, that that would be lit. That that'd be hype. Ah, score prediction. Fuck. Like you said, I've wanted Rodgers in the Super Bowl for so long now. Man, and then I I wanted Rodgers versus Mahomes last year. Didn't get that. I wanted Mahomes versus I wanted Mahomes versus Chiefs versus Rams part two in 2018. So I can't even say I wanted Rodgers in that Super Bowl. But I did want to see Rodgers versus Mahomes last year. I want to see it this year. But then I also want to see Brady versus Mahomes because that's really a current GOAT versus the next young GOAT. So it's like it's like it doesn't matter which storyline you go with. It's like it's it's perfect because Mahomes when it when it comes to play style, Mahomes is the next Rogers to me. He really is. But when it comes to like, you know, racking up achievements, he could become the next Brady. So it's like either storyline you could really run with it and it's like it would be a good game regardless because like we've said this entire episode, Bucks and Packers are both hot right now. So either game would be good. But with all that being said, oh, God damn it. This, this is the hardest game to pick. Okay. Packers, I think they win 27-23. 27-23? Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Twenty-seven, twenty-three. Damn! Oh, this, this. Oh man, this one. This one was hard. I would say this is the hardest game. That. This is the hardest game for me to predict, out of all the playoff games we've done, since we started. Like this is really the most even matchup of the playoffs. Besides uh, wild card when it was Bills versus Colts, i say this is the most even matchup. So when we come back to this next week, and let's say the Bucks do win, I'm going to just blame plot armor. I don't even care. <laughs> I, would, I would just put it on that. It is. Man. All I'm going to say is, this is going to be a, a good Sunday. It's going to be a good Sunday. That's really all I'm going to end it off with. It's going to be a good Sunday. I'm really, ex- I'm not even hoping. I'm expecting both of these games. Oh, for sure. Because all, all four teams are hot. All four teams are really good. And based off of performances, these are the four teams that deserve to be here in this spot. Like, I I remember when I wanted to see Chiefs versus Steelers Gross. in the AFC Championship game. And, and then the Steelers fell off. And then I was like, all right, I want to see Chiefs-Bills. It was either I wanted Chiefs-Bills or Chiefs-Ravens. We got Chiefs-Bills. I already said I didn't care what happened in the NFC. I just wanted to see Packers Bucks. There was no two other teams I wanted to see. So I'm glad that my hope came true when it comes to these two teams. And then not only did it happen, but based off of this playoffs, these are the two best teams that have been playing. Like, yeah, the Saints may have been 
may have the best roster, but they haven't played the best. Bucks have. And the Packers played a really good game last week against the Rams. So these these are the four best teams. So I'm glad that they're the two teams in these championship games. Is what we deserve. The four best teams that are left are the ones that are playing. So I'm 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 really excited. I'm really excited, bro. Uh, this this won't be a good Sunday. Yeah. This gonna be uh, good. <laughs> I think on that note, I think we could just wrap things up. I'm just ready. Let's just get it started. Yeah. I've said about everything else I can say. Uh, but um, see you guys next week. And we'll be back to review championships. Yeah, we're going to see if our predictions, our predictions are true or not. You know, I done made some wrong predictions, but hey, we're going to see. That's all I can. That's it. That's all I can say. <laughs> But yes, everyone stay safe. Thank you for listening and Peace we'll out. be back next week.